AfroTales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the AfroTales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Aman Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. The Flying Contest Now, one time all the birds got together and decided they needed a king. Because all important creatures had a king. So they went to Lion to have him call a council of birds as Lion was king of all the animals. When the meeting was called, all the birds came together. Kuniber was the smallest, but he was smart. He thought about the subject and finally announced that despite his size, he would be king of all the birds. The others wondered about this but they didn't really know what to do. Lion thought about it and asked the birds how they thought it should be settled. They all talked and Falcon, who knew he could fly high, hoped that they would decide on having a contest to see who could fly highest. But he couldn't suggest this because the other birds would know that he was up to something. Luckily, Nightingale said, I, I want to say something, but I don't, I, I don't know if it will be agreeable to everyone. They all said, speak, speak, let's hear what you have to say. I, I won't suggest that you should choose who sings the most weekly, because, well, I know that if I raise a note, I should win. But let me say that God gave us all one thing, and that is wings. So whoever can fly the highest, he should be made king. Falcon was pleased when he heard this as it had been on his mind for such a long time. He jumped up and said, I think this is the best plan. The others agreed, even Kuniber. What no one knew was that Kuniber had his own plan in mind. When they began the contest, Kuniber sat right down in the middle of Falcon's back. Now Kuniber was so small that Falcon didn't even know he was up there. So they started out, and after a while, when they looked and saw how high Falcon had flown, they said, Falcon takes the first prize, and he shall be our king. But when he landed, he saw that Kunenberg was there on top. So they said, well, no. 
Culliver was even higher than Falcon, and he shall be our king. And that is how Culliver became king of all birds. The the Mad King. An evil king woke up one morning in a frenzy. As soon as he settled his wits, he announced he would get rid of all the old people in the kingdom. He called his soldiers and gave order. Gray heads, let them roll. The order was carried out. All of the old people were beheaded with the exception of one man who took cover at his son's ranch far out in the bush. Rumors of an escape filtered back to the court. The king sent his soldiers deep into the countryside to find out if the stories are true and to take no mercy on the lone survivor. The soldiers arrived at the ranch where the old father was said to be hiding. They turned the house upside down, but in vain. The son had hidden his father in the bunker outside. <laughs> the soldiers returned empty handed. It's no use, your majesty. The old man is lying low. Furious. The king ordered the son brought to the palace. After the son arrived, he denied everything. The king was no fool, asked, You live in the bush? Yes, sire. Then find me the herb of all cures. Bring it here tomorrow, or you'll be skinned alive. The young man went back to the ranch and told his wife what the king had commanded. You better ask your father, she said. And he ran to his father's hideout. Father, I must find the herb of all cures. That's easy, said the old man. He explained where it grew and his son brought it to the palace the next day still fresh the king's suspicions were strengthened he thought only a wise elder would know where to find the herb of all cures then he proposed another test bring me the king of all birds and do it by this time tomorrow or you'll be strung up. The son ran back to the bush. Father, father, he said, I, I must catch the king of all birds or I'll be strung up. That is easy, said the old man. He explained where to find the bird and his son brought it to the palace in the nick of time. The king now knew the son had lied. Only an elder 
would have been able to find the king of all birds. Not to be denied, though. The king set a trap to catch the young man once and for all. He demanded, come back tomorrow. And when I see you, you'll have to be inside. You'll have to be inside and outside the palace. Otherwise, death. Father, how can I be inside the palace and outside the palace at the same time? Asked the son when he got back to his father's hiding place. The father explained how it could be done. And when the son appeared in front of the king the next day, he had tied one end of a rope to the edge of the palace roof and the other end around his waist and was swinging into the palace doorway and back out again. Still though, this did not satisfy the king. And he said, Come back tomorrow with your wife and your dog. When they arrived the next day, the king handed the young man a whip and ordered him to beat the dog until it told where the old father was hiding. The young man used the whip, but the faithful dog refused to speak. Then flog your wife, ordered the king. But the wife spoke up, he's in the bunker. With all haste, the guards brought the old man before the king and the king put his hands on the old man's shoulders and said, you sir, you have raised a good son. Then he repented for his sins. Calm down and pardon the old father. Together, the father, the son, the son's wife, and the dog went back to the ranch. And there they lived out the rest of their days. The end. Wow, these were two fun stories for me, which is interesting because they come from two separate books. You have Latin American folktales by Jean Beerhurst and African American folktales by Roger D. Abrahams. <clears throat> the story about the um, Mad King comes from the Latin American um, in Florida, but the first story about the birds. That actually comes from the African-American folktales and actually comes from Suriname. But when you listen to both stories, you see how they're interconnected, right? You have this mad king looking for these certain things to try to expose this son. First, he wants the herb of all cures, which if you try to find, you will not. There are beliefs that it's chamomile, um, pansia, and even thyme 
here three, just three herbs that are believed to be cure-alls. Um, almost every culture has its own herb of all cures, its own herb that can do everything and is everything, right? Now, the king of all birds is a little more interesting because it's really just a small sparrow-like bird. You're not going to find a Cooney bird, bird. You won't if you look it up. But if you look up king of all birds, you will find like an Irish, you'll find the wren. And in South Africa, you'll find um, the, uh, I believe it's the netiki, which are both in the a same family. They are, they are small sparrow-like birds. So basically the story is just telling you it doesn't matter how small you are or how insignificant people think you are. If you're smart, you can reach the top, right? So that's that. Now on to the main story, the king and his madness. Why on earth would you want to kill all of the gray heads, <clears throat> all of the elderly? Well, one thing, depending on the time frame of the story, would say that you don't have enough to take care of them all. Say you're in a famine. Well, if you're in a famine and you're looking to figure out how to feed everyone in your village or your kingdom, the elderly would go first. If you had to sacrifice lives, you would sacrifice the elderly. You would get rid of those that are the oldest and the weakest and the sick. So that way the younger ones and the stronger ones can survive and carry your community on. It's horrible. It is deplorable that the king would even do that. But I can understand in extreme circumstances why he would go that way. At the end of the story, you have the son and the father and the wife and the dog, which I don't know if the wife should be there anymore since she ratting out people. But... <laughs> The king changes his heart, seeing how much his son has done, the man's son, that is, has done just to protect him. I applaud that son. I hope my sons and daughters would do the same for me if the time came. Anyway, these were, again, these were two great stories. I loved them. It made me actually do some serious research on the herb and the birds. And I hope you loved it, too. So please now go listen to Chef give you a recipe from Florida that I'm pretty sure a lot of you will love. And until we meet again for our next voyage, as always, have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, Chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Today, we will be creating Florida 
Kilai Pie. Now, what will you need for this recipe? One and a half cups of graham cracker oats. Half a cup of sugar. Half a teaspoon of cinnamon. Half a cup of butter melted. One 14 ounce can sweetened condensed milk. Three egg yolks, preferably large. Half a cup of fresh squeezed key lime juice or Nelly's and Joe's bottled key lime juice, whichever you can get. Whipped cream for serving and a little lime slices for garnish. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. First, you will combine the graham cracker crumbs, sugar and cinnamon in a bowl and mix together until well combined. Then you will add the melted butter and stir until the mixture resembles wet sand. Press into a nine inch pan and bake six to eight minutes at 350 degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Remove from the oven and cool. Now, you will combine the sweetened condensed milk, the egg yolks in a large mixing bowl, blending until smooth with a whisk. Then you can add the key lime juice and whisk again until smooth. Pour the filling into the pie crust and bake again at 350 degrees Fahrenheit for 10 minutes. Now remove, cool on a wire rack for one hour. Transfer to your refrigerator to chill for at least four hours or overnight, whichever you prefer. Now, when serving this, top with a whipped cream and garnish with lime slices for a little beauty. One thing I want to let you know, once you have tasted graham cracker crust, homemade that is, you will never go back to buying the ready-made crust version. I promise you this. But if you are in a hurry, I guess you can use the store graham cracker crust. But I implore you next time, use the homemade version. Well, that is it, my friend. Now, go do what you do. Make this recipe yours. And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember the Mad King. And as always, my friends, enjoy. Thank you, my friends, for coming on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and shirt designs. You can get t-shirts and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's AfroTalesCast. And email me at 
afrotalescast at gmail.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up, a five-star rating and review in your podcast app of choice, or simply donating on Patreon or coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com. So until we meet again, may your wins be fair and your seas follow.